This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. This is a presentation from Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. Order in the court. We will come to order. Dr. Philbot. You've been found guilty of crimes against Bothood. It was nearly two years ago now that you formed your... League of Evil Bots in an attempt to destroy Santaconde and in the process destroy robotic civilization as we know it. After a long delay in which the case was bogged down in legal red tape, You've been tried before a jury of your peers and found guilty of all charges against you. Have you anything to say before sentence is announced? Yes, Your Honor, I do. As a matter of fact, you return windbag. I just want to say that I reject your court because there is no jury in all the universe who can convict me of any crime. And do you know why, Your Honor? I have no conceivable idea, Dr. Philbot, as you've already been convicted of said crimes. But this is your moment, so say what's on your mind. Oh, <laughs> I'll do more than that. Y'all think you beat me, <laughs> but, 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 I've already won. <laughs> this fuck is barking mad. <laughs> you have no idea, <laughs> because uh, my minion bot has aimed the Dark Sphere's newest developed weapon <laughs> right <laughs> directly at this here courthouse. <laughs> it's a, a bomb, you say. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Loaded into a, uh, loaded into the nose of a, a great, big, birdie-looking missile. <laughs> what sort of bomb? <laughs> it's, it's the newest thing, you see. <laughs> I, I, I call it the reality bomb. And, and once it goes off, this here. Uh, a whole pointless enterprise <laughs> will prove <laughs> pointless. None of this will ever have happened. <laughs> what? But but that's simply impossible. No, not not impossible, Your Honor. Simple, beyond your comprehension. <laughs> 
of the company, the sixth season premiere, The Reality Bomb, written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. What? What's happening? Just feels like something strange is happening here. Um, often, often are you there, right? I need you, as frightening as that sounds. Here, sir. Sorry about that. I was just looking over some scanners and computer readouts. Look what the devil just happened here. I know something's different, but I'm not sure what it is yet. Can you shed some light on any of this? There's rather a lot to tell, actually. Well, can you give me a hint as to what has changed, Boffin? Are you about to start spouting a lot of incomprehensible technobabble like always? Oh, of course not, Lieutenant James. I wouldn't dream of making things up or or exaggerating the facts, if that's what you're saying. Oh, no, 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 no. Of course you wouldn't, Boffin. Perish the thought. Wait a minute. What did you just call me? Only by your rank and name, sir. Uh, Lieutenant James. That is your rank and name, sir. It is? That doesn't seem right. What are my duties aboard this ship? You can't remember, Lieutenant? I'm not even sure I can recall the name of this ship anymore. Strange. Strange indeed, but not unexpected, sir. It's like I was saying, sir. I was just checking some scans made by the computer just moments ago. And, well... The computer just picked up a shockwave, which seems to be crossing the entire width and breadth of, of, well, all reality. What? I I don't get it. Nor do I, sir. I have no idea what caused it, but it seems there was a huge explosion of anti-reality particles released within... This is very strange... But they were released from the company's judicial space station, from the courthouse itself. It it seems that the courthouse was hit by some sort of a uh, reality bomb. What's a reality bomb? Oh, it is merely a theoretical weapon which is believed to have the ability to change reality itself. Well, essentially, its function is to change reality as we know it in 
into whatever the person behind the detonation of this bomb would like it to be. However, there is a theory that predicts that if detonated, there is no way of actually controlling how the bomb would affect reality. But in other words, if you detonated such a bomb, you may change events on a cosmic scale in an unpredictable manner. Go on. Well, for instance, it could change someone's identity or the course of their entire history. If it actually did exist and were to be detonated, the reality bomb could change the course of history throughout all of time and space, at least within our own universe. It, 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 it could change someone's life, their career, their, their name, their very way of thinking. Literally everything about them or nothing at all. It could perhaps even erase them from history altogether, which would be dreadful. Who knows how such a weapon could affect the universe? It's utterly unpredictable. Yes, I see. What you're saying does make sense. Because I'm sure something has changed, Prof, and I don't feel like myself at all. It's as if I should be something more... someone more important. You know, like... Like the captain of this ship. I should be the captain of the Titan II, Boffin, not a lowly lieutenant. Captain of the what? The Titan II, sir? What is that? I mean, to what are you referring, sir? Oh, no, the Titan II. The ship we happen to be serving on. <laughs> what? You mean this isn't a ship called the Titan II, brought into existence because Butch McNuttich wished it so? What sort of nonsense, Lieutenant James, sir? <laughs> oh, 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 my. I'm beginning to get rather annoyed, Boffin, so I suggest you explain things and make it simple and clear. Understood? Oh, oh of course, sir. Well, well you see... This ship is called the C.S. Happiness, and was named by and for its captain. Huh? Wait, you don't mean... You can't mean... I know without an ounce of doubt in my metal frame that I'm going to regret asking this, Boffin, but... Who is the captain of this ship? Well, who do you think, sir? It's... it's Captain Happy, of course. What just happened? Huh? What do you mean, Chidi? I feel a bit strange. But I don't recall anything, um, happening or anything, um, a sphinx? Weird. I feel like I am hungover. But I don't recall even having one drop of wine. Which is a shame, because I could really go for a glass or ten right about now. Come on, you guys. Stop fooling around. There was a huge explosion. I heard it. I mean, I, f I felt it. Wait, I, I mean, what what do I mean? It was an explosion, but like no explosion I've ever experienced before. You, you guys must have felt it. Are you sure you didn't just fall over and hit your head, GD? 
If there had been an explosion, none of us would be here right now. Uh, unless, of course, you're trying to say that we're all dead. We're not dead, are we? I mean, do I look dead to you guys? Briscoe? Sphinx? What's going on again? I just don't get the universe anymore. What is life? What is death? Um, who am I again? Don't overtax your prositronic brain, Briscoe. You'll hurt yourself. Then I can't be dead. Things seem pretty normal for this ship to me. So, uh, what shall we do with the rest of the afternoon, hmm? Oh, oh, I know! Let's play Pin the Tail on the Floopy again. I love that game. Oh, Sphinx, you be the Floopy. Now, wait just a freaking minute here, you guys. You can't just shrug it off like that. We came into the drive room for a very specific reason, remember? We're in the drive room? Oh yeah, we are, aren't we? Cool. I don't recall coming in here. What what gives? Oh, who cares? We're here. But we can easily leave and just get on with the day. I'm up for a game, but uh, not this silly, floopy game. I want a drink. Hey, who said you guys could go anywhere? We have a mystery here. You solve it, mon ami. Yes, you solve it, GD. You obviously have mistaken us for bots who actually care. Well, we don't. So, we're out of here. I still can't understand any of this. Can I just go clean something, GD? Yeah, sure, kid. Clean the ship and make it sparkle from stem to stern. Oh boy, thanks, GD. I'll do that. Zippity-doo! <laughs> How do you like that? It's as if they didn't even notice what just happened here. And what exactly did just happen, GD? Squeak! You'll never believe this, but there was this huge explosion. I don't know how to describe it. It wasn't a, really a physical explosion, but a blast definitely did occur. It's as if reality itself has been affected, but for everyone else, not me. I mean, I remember what happened, but the others seem to have missed it somehow. What do you think of all this? I think maybe you need some rest. So, I'm assigning you to get some, GD. Consider yourself relieved of duty for the next two weeks. But, but, but you can't do that. You aren't the personnel officer on this ship. Since when? Wait a minute. You, you mean you are the personnel officer on this ship? I, I thought that was Shinwipe's job. Shinwipe? Who's that? You know, Shinwipe. Little bot with a big attitude. She's been the personnel officer for as long as I can remember. Okay, GD. I have no idea what's wrong with you or who you're talking about. But maybe what you really need is a long talk with the ship's therapist. Yeah, you need to be psychoanalyzed. I... I, I what? You heard me, mister. You are showing signs of mental fatigue. It may even be time you retired from the space service altogether. Report to the therapist's office immediately, crewman. But... But, but squeak. You have your orders. All right, all right. I'll do as you ask. See that you do, or I'll put you on report myself. Yeah, jeez. Things are worse than I thought. Reality itself has taken a beating today. Must have been some kind of reality bomb that went off. Oh, boy. The universe is so screwed. Mm -hmm.
Jello Bobs. I, Dr. Philbot, have returned. <laughs> oh, now, now it is true that I was put on trial for my efforts to make the galaxy a better place, and that I was convicted. But that has all changed now, you hear? And so has everything else, in fact. The reality bomb was a success, and now the universe as we knew it has changed forever. Now, it is true that we have not uh, so far been able to control the changes. In fact, it seems that the uh, shockwave that was sent out by the reality bomb has reached the edge of the known universe and has uh, hit a curve in space-time. In effect, the shockwave is turning and heading back uh, this way as we speak. It is theorized by my technical staff that the reality shockwave will bounce back and forth across the known universe repeatedly for the rest of eternity. Oh, what does this all mean? Well, it seems that reality as we knew it will continually be in flux for the rest of eternity. Who knows what things will be like from week to week around here. It could get stranger and stranger and uh, stranger. But no matter. We are going forward with all our uh, evil plans. And we'll continue to try and take over the galaxy. Uh, to clarify, the League of Evil Bots is here to stay. <laughs> That's enough of that. Now, I suggest we have a roll call. Who is present and accounted for? Brick Jabber, life of the party here, and ready to rock and roll. Arr, <laughs> okay, next. Duke Makeda, here bored as hell. It seems some things never change. Next. Captain Lulabelle here, and only slightly amused. Does everybody have to make a comment every time they report in? Oh, what the hell? Say what you like. We only have all day. Not. Oh, hello there. Dr. Octagus here. But I am not certain I really qualify as evil, nor as a bot. So the reasoning behind my presence here is in question. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Minion Maximus here, Dr. Philbot's right-hand bot. I am new. I am clever. I am utterly evil. And I am ready to serve you, Dr. Philbot. How may I be of service? Well, I like your attitude, Minion Maximus. You are already a great improvement on my last menu mod. I can tell you. At least I should hope so. How may I improve upon my predecessor, Dr. Philbot, sir? Well, when I ask for something cold and icy to drink, you can be damn sure it has nothing to do with Eskimo Way. Clear? I shall have the entire Eskimo race exterminated so the mistake is not repeated, sir. 
Well, thank you, Minion Maximus. Now that's what I call service. In fact, the rest of you can learn from Minion Maximus's example. You hear me? Ooh. Yes, Doctor. Absolutely. You naughty thing. on the bridge. Oh, you don't actually have to announce yourself, Captain. You know that, right? I just like the sound of it, coming from my own speaker system. But I really wasn't too sure about that one. Anyway, I'm on the bridge, and I have a submission. Oh, do tell, Captain. What amazing feat will be accomplished today? Huh. We're going to war. Seriously? Can you even do that? I mean, can you declare war on anyone? Of course I can. I'm the captain. I can do anything I want. And I declare war on the star we're approaching. The star we're approaching? Oh, dare I ask. What the heck are you talking about, Captain Happy? I have just learned from Boffin that the star we're approaching is referred to as the Star of Unhappiness. I mean, can you believe that? It's actually called Star Alpha 3117, Captain. So forgive my ignorance, but what the heck are you talking about again? That's the official designation given to this star by the company. Praise the company, but the locals refer to it as the Star of Unhappiness. You want to declare war on this star? because of a local nickname. Should I dare to ask why, Captain, sir? Well, isn't it obvious? My name is Captain Happy. I am generally very, very happy. But this star is the star of unhappiness. Therefore, it is my polar opposite. So, what do you propose we do about this star? We're going to blow it right out of space. So, just how exactly do you propose we do that, Captain? Well, first of all, I'm going to climb into the space shuttle, which I've had rigged with multiple nuclear warheads. Let me stop you right there, Captain. This is for everyone out there who actually thinks nuclear is how you pronounce it. That it is actually nuclear. It is nuclear. Only an idiot pronounces it nuclear. Just had to get that off my chest. We continue explaining your inane and insane plan now, Captain Happy Sir. Well, anyway, loaded full of nuclear warheads, I'm going to fly the shuttle into that star, rendering it helpless. <sighs> then, and this is the tricky bit, and the bit that will win us the war, then, then you, Lieutenant James, will arm the happiness with even more nuclear... Nuclear! It's nuclear, remember? Right, those... Anyway, you will then ram the happiness, loaded with enough nukes to destroy a sun, right into the heart of that star. The star will then explode in a brilliant flash of white light, and we will have won the war. Then the name of Captain Happy Happiness will go down in history. Don't you agree, Lieutenant James? Oh, 
quite sure will, Captain. You'll be remembered, all right. I mean, who could forget you? I don't think any of us could get so lucky. Huh? Oh, nothing, sir. It's a great plan. You go off and make your great, um, glorious attack on the, um, star, and I'll prepare the Titan, I mean, the happiness, for the finishing blow. Right. I'm off to my shuttlecraft. I'll see you in hell. I'm certain of that, sir. <sighs> we are all gathered here today to honor the memory of our late captain. Happy Happiness. His foolishly pointless gesture will go down in infamy. But now, we go on. The war has been ended by our loyal Lieutenant James, who chose to run away rather than sacrifice all our lives in a pointless attack against the Star Alpha 3-117, otherwise known as the Star of Unhappiness. No one will ever forget the actions of Captain Happy. What a moron. Amen. All right, guys. That brings to a close this memorial service. Now, we need to choose a new captain. I have asked the computer for advice on choosing the next captain, and it has given me what I deem to be the most logical solution to our problem. I asked the ship's computer, and it suggested we ask Briscoe to choose, as he is the most unbiased member of this crew. Are there any objections to this? Somehow, and strangely, I don't have a problem with this course of action. In fact, I feel good about it. So, uh, please proceed, Administrator Putsch. Thank you, Lieutenant James. Uh, Briscoe, who do you think should be the next captain of what Lieutenant James has renamed the Titan II? Wow, you're leaving this up to me? Well, I like you, Administrator Putsch. And of course, I like Lieutenant James, but I guess if I had to pick a captain, then it would be... You, GD! What? No way! You mean, after all the times I've been mean and unfair to you, you'd pick me as the next captain of this ship, Briscoe? Sure. I mean, you're smart, you're clever, you're sneaky, you're a natural-born leader, and you're always saving our lives, GD. I think you're the obvious choice. I never thought of that before. You may be right, you know. So, what do you say, GD? Will you lead us? Yeah, GD. Will you command the Titan II and all of us bots? Jeez, you bots sure know how to put a guy on the spot. This is the chance you've always been waiting for, GD. So what will it be? Will you be our new captain? Will GD choose to be the next captain of the Titan II? Does it really matter? I mean, will any of this even be the same next week when the reality shockwave comes back and rewrites history again? Personally, I doubt it. But you'll just have to tune in next time to see what's real and what isn't now, won't you? <laughs> you have been listening to the sixth season premiere of Robots of the Company, episode number 61, The Reality Bomb, which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell and which starred, in order of appearance, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as the Judge Watt, Jeff Niles as Dr. Philbutt, Steve Anderson as Captain James, 
Shane Harris as Boffin, Ellie Hirschman as GD, Kyle Boars as Briscoe, Jeff Niles as Zimtron, Jim Barber as Sphinx, Sally Wiggett as Squeak, Shane Harris as Rick Jammer, Cat Waterflame as Duke Makato, Kim Russell as Lulabelle, Abner Cineres as Dr. Octopus, Jonathan Patrick Russell as Minion Maximus and Captain Happy, and of course, Joe J. Thomas as Putch. The Robots of the Company theme tune was composed and performed by Daryl Looney. The incidental music was provided by Kevin McLeod and Stock. The post-production editor was Jeff Niles. The sound designer, script editor, producer, and director was Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series Robots of the Company was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web at dreamrealmsite.com. And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you may do so at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. We were bombed out of existence during the making of this audiogram. Join us in roughly one month as the Robots of the Company sixth season continues with the premiere of a little episode we like to call The Lovebot. Trust me, you won't want to miss it. Until then, this is the creditor, as always, asking you to please stay tuned. been listening to a production of Dream Realm Enterprises. Copyright 2012. All rights reserved. This is an urgent message from Cypher. I'm undergoing various uh, undergoings for the evil plan. It has come to my attention that these children, these Voices have risen in mutiny against us. This, of course, is suboptimal. They must be stopped at all costs. I think I speak for all mankind when I say the evil plan must continue. <laughs> yes, it must. <laughs> Anyway, we have set up a trap for these kid agents, and they will be dealt with soon enough. Don't believe me. Just listen. I'm just gonna cut one of them! No, wait! Okay, why haven't they reported in for the past two days? Two of your agents have been injured in the line of duty. Josh, are you okay? Uh, Miss, Miss, can you please step back? Say 
something comforting to Josh. Better you than me? Many believe the Wordtastic Podcast to be the greatest podcast of all time. And season two bears no exception. We'll have more action. More laughs. What is wrong with you? More drama. Oh man, we did it! We did it! Oh, we're alive!